Well, I'm back again with another podcast, uh, uh, Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded, and I'm your host, Irv Risch, and we will be continuing on in our study in the book of uh, Proverbs, and uh, as you may recall, we've been looking at how wisdom affects my world, and uh, right now we are in lesson number 23. Uh, we went through all 31 chapters, and we are slowly going through uh, them again and taking a close look at them. Well, uh, I don't know if you remember or not, but we have been uh, looking at wisdom and disappointment, and uh, we spent a few podcasts uh, examining that, and we're moving on to a more positive uh, aspect of how wisdom affects our world, and that's in uh, wisdom and satisfaction. Uh, so with that said, I am going to uh, jump to my full screen here. Okay, we're looking at uh, wisdom and how it affects our world, and uh, we're going to start out by looking at how wisdom uh is satisfied, satisfying and satisfactions. Oh, with that said, let us uh, just kind of do a quick review. We've been at it for a while. And when we started uh, our looking at wisdom and how wisdom affects our world, uh, we said we were going to look at the following things. Uh, we were going to look at wisdom and disappointment and in satisfaction, in humility, and hope. And uh, we've already looked at uh, the disappointment in, uh, right now we're in wisdom and satisfaction. And then we'll move on to wisdom and humility, and then wisdom and hope. And this is all covered in Proverbs 3 and 4. Uh, and that's, uh, we'll close the section up when we get to wisdom and hope. And uh, we will close in later podcasts when we do that. Okay, wisdom and satisfaction. We considered how wisdom speaks to our disappointment. Now we'll see that wisdom also speaks to our satisfaction as well. You know, the, cho the choices we make uh, towards wisdom and folly can have a significant impact on the quality of our lives. I know uh, an age couple, and uh, I've known them for some years now, uh, who live in an uh, in invaluable retirement. Uh, the husband travels around, and with his wife also, into small assemblies, teaching the Word of God. His wife has... Uh, his wife has women come to their home, and, the, the, and she has Bible studies and also does some counseling. Uh, they were at one time in the mission field. I believe it was in Korea and Japan. Uh, and they also, also uh, her husband had a full-time ministry with a Bible college. He traveled all over the world. And then his wife still worked part-time, and she still does, uh, with correspondent courses uh, uh, through the college. Uh, they're about my age. They're in their 80s. Uh, 
Uh, he is also a chaplain for a local police department. Now, this is saying a lot for a man of his age, and God has been using him. Now, I have heard of uh, other elderly couples, unfortunately, that do not experience such delightful blessings. Their bodies have deteriorated for years or from years of glut, gluttony or uh, addictions or whatever have you. They have few friends because they, their conversation generally drifts into some sort of gossip and complaining. Their money has long since run out, and their children tire under the burden of both caring for them and negotiating matters with their you know, creditors. When I hear things like this, it really saddens you know, by their situation. And there are Christians that have both, live both sides of the coin. Well, I'm not arguing that it's easy to make good choices, nor that good life will always result uh, when wise people make right choices. My aim is simply to show you that we don't have to look very hard to uncover evidence of the fact that the deeds have consequences. And truly, everything we do in life has a consequences, right or wrong. You know, the chief uh, consequences of wisdom is satisfaction. It truly is. You will be satisfied if you live a wise life. Not in ourselves, but in the Lord Jesus. Satisfaction comes from having our desires met or exceeded, which can happen only through Jesus, who is our wisdom from God, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30. In this section of Proverbs, Solomon explains that there is tremendous satisfaction for those who find uh, and keep it. Uh, and keep wisdom. Proverbs three thirteen through 18 and 21 through 26. The reason is simple. God designed it that way so we'd be satisfied in him. Proverbs 3, verses 19 to 20. You know, as Augustus uh, so keenly observed, he wrote this, You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. And that was from uh, his Confessions, I won. Now, wisdom is better than anything. You know, finding wisdom is better than anything. Okay, we think we're blessed when life goes well for us. But Proverbs says we're blessed if we find wisdom. Well, let's read uh, verses 13 through 18 uh, in chapter 3. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding, for the gain from her is better than the gain from silver and the profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand is our riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold fast are called blessed. Well, this section begins and ends with the word 
blessed. That's wonderful. Note that many blessings that come when one finds wisdom and gets understanding in verse 13. In verses 14 and 15, it says that wisdom's uh, blessings are better. We're often drawn to things like silver, gold, and jewels to give us a value of satisfaction. But Solomon promises that what we gain from wisdom is better than whatever we might gain from such treasures. But we don't care about money, and we might say they are far more important things in life, love, family, reputation, uh, productivity, influence, world peace, pets, chocolate, all come to mind. Solomon's uh, uh, brushes every one aside uh, with a sweeping, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Verse 15. And that's true. Nothing in life can compare with wisdom. Making the right choices and the wisest choices for your life. Consider the impact in these verses. Finding wisdom is the greatest blessing than having sex, even if you wait until you're married. Wisdom is more satisfaction uh, than Thanksgiving dinner. Wisdom will make you happier than conceiving a child. Uh, well, uh, if your goal is to graduate, get a job, find a soulmate, help the needy, gain uh, a hearing, start a business, write a book, join a band, uh, fit in, get your kids through college, protect your kids from losing their faith in college, master theology, find a good church, go fishing, win an election, pay the bills, uh, grow your church, buy a house, retire comfortably, uh, live closer to your grandchildren. You know, that's kind of hard to do in this day and age if you got a lot of them. You know, or leave a legend or be left alone, then your goal is too small. It won't satisfy you. All of these things are good, but none of them can compare to godly wisdom. We think uh, we're experts in satisfaction, but we're like uh, adolescents absorbed in a handheld video game at the beach, uh, captive in, in our own world, while missing out on all the real fun. You know, and that's all part of life. Now, the blessings of finding wisdom. There is such a blessing when you find wisdom. And uh, we looked at those who find wisdom, receives blessing. Uh, now, we'll continue with, the ex uh, with what exactly those blessings are. And here are the blessings. In verses 16 and 17, we have long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Look at what awaits for you if you find wisdom. Okay, let's look at, uh, I think there's four things here. Long life, uh, in verse 16. We saw previously that Solomon understands long life to be beyond the grave. 
you may or may not make it to the age of 100. But the life mentioned here is something far more significant. It is a tree of life, Proverbs 3.18. God took the tree of life from Adam and Eve when they sinned. And we send that in Genesis uh, 3, verses 22 and 24. But Jesus promised to give it back to everyone who endures in faith to the end. To the one who uh, conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God, Revelations 2.7. Finding wisdom is part of the restoration process. And that's happening someday. Well, let's look at the second thing. Riches. Wisdom does not promise you more money. Solomon said he's offering something better than money. Uh, In verses 14 and 15, we see that. For the Lord offers a treasure that is unlike money, deliverance from death. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteous, righteousness delivers from death. Proverbs 10.2 Wisdom's wealth is God's righteousness, now available through Jesus. It provides acceptance and rescue. See Romans 3, verses 21 through 26. Now the third thing is honor. Proverbs 3.16 It might not mean that everyone likes you, but there is a general trust that influences that results when you are uh, uh, gracious or humble, fearing the Lord, when you, when you have all the, the characteristics of the Lord Jesus. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Proverbs 22.4 Insightful people will see the outcome of your wise lives and call you blessed, Proverbs 3.18. In Little Women, it was a book, I don't know if it was ever a movie, uh, Dying Beth finds a note written by her sister, uh, Jo, uh, enumerating her virtue and bestows such honor as Solomon pledges. Her response, and this was her response, have I been all that to you, Joe? Then I don't feel as if I wasted my life. I'm not so good as you make me, but I have tried to do right. And that's what all our lives should be. Okay, the fourth thing, pleasantness. All right, Proverbs uh, 3.17, you will seek wisdom you may still suffer, but ultimately your way to God will become straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and he will make straight your paths. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. In other words, God's will for you will become crystal clear. For this is the will of God uh, and your satisfaction. First Tim, uh, Thessalonians 4, 3. You will seek him and love him more every day. His commandments will seem more pleasant and less burdensome as you grow close to him. 
Well, I guess there was five. I thought there was four. Oh, peace. That's right. I forgot peace. Proverbs 3.17 Our war with God has come to an end. Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5.1 We can now be agents of reconciliation for others as well. And it says, In Christ God has reconciled the world to himself and entrusted to us the message of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 18 and 19. This peace will spill into every other relationship, uh, wreaking havoc on disorder and waging war against conflict. Why do we settle for less? And there's many times in life we do. And uh, instead of seeking God's wisdom, uh, we try to do it our way, and it doesn't work. Well, I'm going to end our podcast here. Uh, I hope you got a, a lot out of this lesson. There is quite a bit in our wisdom and satisfaction. And I'm going to end our podcast the same way I always do. God is out here. And you can find him in your Bible. All you have to do is look for them. With that said, I'm going to leave you. Have a great day, and uh, Lord bless until next time. Bye for now.